Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 143 of Lean Blog Audio for June 2nd, 2016. On Lean Blog today, the, the post title was My LinkedIn Post on Bad Toast and Bad Management, because I wrote something over on uh, LinkedIn that I was sharing today. Previously on LinkedIn as uh, part of their publishing platform and their influencer series, I've written about Kaizen in a wine bar. I've written about the need for restaurants to not blame employees for problems. And yesterday I published my 50th post for that series and it was titled, This Restaurant Server Sadly Explains a Widespread Management Problem. This morning I had breakfast at a restaurant in Fort Worth. It's only been open for a few months. It had many good reviews on Yelp. Like many restaurants, they seem to have some early problems to work through. My avocado toast that I ordered was really avocado bread in that the toast was was soft and cold. It wasn't really toast. Actually, I'm not sure if that's an early kink in their system or if they just make a bad avocado toast. I mean, only time and more avocado toast would tell. I hesitated. But I tried to politely point out the problem after a few disappointing bites. My server was actually very kind about it, and the kitchen did better on the second attempt. It was actually toast, and it was delicious. As I finished my meal, the server noticed that I was looking up at a menu blackboard that displayed the different wines and a list of desserts. Not that I wanted any of those things with breakfast, but I was curious to learn more about the place in, in case, let's say, you know, my wife and I come back for dinner sometime. So I'm looking up and the server said about the blackboard, she said, oh, I see you're looking at that. Keep in mind that that's just a sample menu. That's not actually what we have. I, I've tried saying something about it, but you know how it goes. Well, she had no idea. I know how it goes. It goes that way far too often in too many workplaces. And too many people sound sort of sad as she did with her voice trailing off at the end of that sentence. For my entire career, I've been working to change workplace cultures where employees don't have a voice. These are stagnant workplaces where managers don't listen. This was a huge problem back at General Motors 20 years ago, and it's a problem in too many healthcare systems today. In workplaces like this, employees are unhappy, quality suffers, and the organization does poorly financially. So what happens when this restaurant's menu board is inaccurate? Customers try to order something. It's possible the customer has gotten quite excited about a particular dessert. I mean, the, the list looked pretty amazing. And then they order. Now, the server has to be the one to say, I'm sorry, but the menu board isn't accurate. Would you like to order something different? The server has to deal with the disappointed customer. The server might be affected by the customer leaving a lower tip than they'd leave if they were fully satisfied with the experience. People working on the front lines of our organizations, those dealing directly with customers, often know what problems lead to unhappy customers and poor reviews. When servers speak up, it's probably easy for a manager or owner to be dismissive. Oh, that's not really a problem, or deal with it, are things we hear far too often from managers. Does that happen in your workplace? In comparison, a lean culture follows the lead of Toyota, where they say, no problems is a problem, or having no problems is the biggest problem of all. Acknowledging our problems is the first step in solving them. Even if that restaurant manager admits the menu board is a problem, we'd want them to help solve the problem. They could give the server some time to and chalk, I guess, to update the blackboard, or the manager could get the right person to do it. If the board wasn't really done in erasable chalk, the owner could help fix that system. 
Now, that menu board might not be the biggest problem that makes the difference between a restaurant failing or succeeding. But a culture that discourages employees from speaking up, a culture of not continuously improving, is probably a better predictor of failure. Now, I wonder how the kitchen reacted to me sending back what I'll call the avocado bread. Did they think I was wrong for not liking it as it was made? Do they take customer feedback to heart and improve their kitchen processes to prevent future defects like this? Or do they make excuses or tell cooks to be more careful? Now, to her credit, the server didn't dismiss the problem with my bread toast. She listened and took action to get me something I could be happy with. I mean, she apologized, she didn't make excuses, and she made it right. Maybe she'd be a better manager than the people currently running the place. Will she get totally demoralized before she ever has a chance to lead? Will a place that's managed this way manage to improve, or will they keep making the same mistakes over and over? So if you'd like to comment on and be part of the discussion on LinkedIn, a lot of people have commented on the post. You can find a link to it by going to leanblog.org audio 144.